0: Welcome back to the final pre recorded episode of Bar Talks, the podcast, as we are wrapping up our conversation with Sharon Lawrence and Linda McGee. You've probably realized that we've been talking about mental health and well being during this time of crisis, solutions, um, you know, the feelings, uh, understanding that we're not alone in this, and just You know, just being candid and honest and transparent and sharing tools that we're all using during this time. Uh, Kick back and enjoy. Thank you for listening.
1: I think we've all kind of talked about it, but um, that was just something that someone asked for. So I would like people to kind of directly give that to them
2: mm-hmm. if they're watching. Go well, ahead, Sharon, you can start. Thank you. Um, one of
3: the things I would say is kind of just take a pause and find out, you know, just kind of reflect and figure out what is it that you feel like you need in that moment, because we can give a lot of suggestions. But I find that when there are things that don't work for people, they're probably going to stay right where they are. And so sometimes it's best to kind of ask them, you know, hey, what do you think you need right now to be okay? My clients will tell you that is one of my my main go-to lines because we can process and brainstorm. But it's something about when you ask that question, it forces them to really dig deep to say, okay, I didn't think about that. Okay, this is what I'm I'm thinking, what well, can I have five minutes? And we can pause for five minutes because I really want them to take a moment and figure out what, not just what do they think they need, but is that the best thing for them in that moment? Wow. Um, it can be something familiar. It can be something that they want to try new. Um, it can be something that they, they've done before, but maybe it didn't work the first time, but they want to give it a try again. Uh, but really looking at ways to kind of step out of where they are. The other thing that I would say is kind of be, again, you got to be okay where you are. Figure out why you are where you are. Okay. You know, connect with what's happening. You know, do you need to take a moment and come to, you know, the reality of what is actually happening in this moment in time? Because there are people who are trying to pretend like this is not happening. Yeah. And I think that that is one of the biggest mistakes that they can make right now because they're finding that they're in this, this emotional state or this struggle a lot longer than they want to be. Mm-hmm. This is really happening, It's not a conspiracy. You right. know, like how do you get them yeah. to, con- to kind of make that shift? And so really making sure that they really kind of figure out, okay, what is happening? And how has this impacted me? And what is it that I think is best for me to kind of make this shift? Yeah. Um, I know for me, quiet is everything. Um, and, and, and it may sound a little selfish I don't do a whole lot of checking on folks right now honestly I, I don't because I'm checking on all those people that are coming in for therapy so when I shut down that I have to reset and I've learned that about me and I said if I try to check on everybody that comes across my mind I'm literally going to wear myself out um, and so I, I'm very realistic about what I have the bandwidth to manage right now mm-hmm. if I get a, a up, I go oh okay let me call someone so they cross my mind this morning. let me send a text message or I may even schedule text messages I don't know if people know that they have that on their phone yeah. you can schedule yeah. a whole set of messages <laughs> and you know not have to actually talk and so I am an introvert I'm an extrovert when I have to speak but primarily I am an introvert or they may say ambivert because I fall on both Sides, but you got to figure out what you actually need to function mm-hmm. right now and how, what's going to help you be um, at your best when you do have to kind of perform and show up for people. Right. So so um, basically, we still need some boundary setting. Absolutely. <laughs> everything is about boundary setting, right. what is in your control, um, understanding, um, not just setting balance, but doing it with some level of of confidence and not feeling bad about setting those boundaries i think people make you feel bad i saw a couple of posts that went up recently and there's actually two posts that went up said okay i want to see what friends actually show up and i was like mm, this is not the time to to, to, to to try to challenge friendships based on this pandemic and i had to have a whole discussion with my husband about us I, I i don't like so-and-so's posts, and i don't like this other person even though the other person but i was like i'm real uncomfortable with that we're using either a personal crisis or this global pandemic to say, oh, I'm gonna see who shows up. They're going through just like you may be going through. Yeah. Just because your stuff looked a little bit more challenging, challenging before this happened, it doesn't mean that they're not having a struggle. So please don't put pressure on them to think that they have to show up for you when they probably can't even show up for themselves. Yeah. It's not fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think, That we have to be okay with managing as best as we can. Um, I'm a firm believer. I practice everything that, you know, at least I try to. I try to practice everything that I give to my clients. Mm -hmm. Because I tell them I'm not exempt from life. Mm -hmm. And so anything I'm giving them, the next day I may be facing it. I may not, you know, go through it exactly the way that they did. But either way, I have to address it. And so I will hope that. The, the, the grace that I extend to individuals I will hope that that same level of grace would be extended to me if, if I may not have you on my mind at that moment right. but I I, I I hope you charge you yeah, yeah to something else and not that I don't care about you or I'm not concerned
1: yeah yeah I think right now we're all just many of us are just trying to survive uh it seems like in different um areas of the United States, um, we're handling it a little, the mindset's different, um, the movement is different, so it seems that for me, I've experienced that the expectation is different. Um, and, you know, where some people aren't taking it as serious as we are here in the DMV, um, they seem to be a little more lax. Like, girl, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. You know, God got us covered. And I, I, I think I sound like you know a mad woman because i'm just like don't bring that to me please don't bring me that because the issue at hand is in my face people are leaving they're dying from these crises and i this crisis and i can't just run out and say i'm just going to come visit down south because right. you feel like everything is still open you know so so, so i you know I, I i've been experiencing that pressure of friendship yeah. um, or relationship as well, um, but it's not going to make me break, because at the end of the day, I'm, no, I'm, I'm staying put, uh, and if I leave, it's because I choose to leave, it ain't because of the pressure of you putting some type of, um, unreasonable expectation on me and our friendship, um, and like you, Sharon, I did see something on Facebook, um, testing your, these relationships, yeah. um, one young lady said she was going to see who showed up for her this time. And if they didn't, she was going to reevaluate friends when this is all over. And I'm thinking, I mean, I I wouldn't be reevaluating friends based on a person's inability or unavailability to show up for me during this crisis. Um, I would just do that in general, right? If that's what I need to do in general. But I wouldn't be putting it on this, yeah. Crisis. I just think that that's it's unfair, you know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's unfair, um, but I think that this time actually shows us who we are. Yeah. So when she said it, I just, you know, I, I you know, I just sit over here behind the screen, and everything I wanted to type, I swallowed. <laughs> and,
2: and that's what you have to do. Yes, yeah. The race feature is really good. On, you know, you just go right back over those keys. And yeah. <laughs> It's one of the best tools out there. Listen, everything I wanted to type, I just swallowed it. I was just like,
1: not even worth it. It's not worth it. It's okay. I let it go.
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna try to save <laughs> this yourself yeah. today. <laughs> right. This is really a time, you know, as much as we don't like that it is a crisis happening or a pandemic, but it really is a time of reflection and reset. Yeah. Um, the earth, the earth needed a break from us. Um, there are so many things and so many perspectives that we can have about what is happening right now. Yeah. And so for me, I'm, I'm taking advantage of this time as, as much as possible to really reset and, and and reflect on things. And it's not reflecting on relationships. It's reflecting on how I manage yes. and what I do and how to be the best me. It is not on, okay, let me make this list to see who reached out to me. Oh, yeah. on In 90 days, I'm unfriending them and deleting Mm -hmm. numbers this no i'm not doing that and i'm not asking um you know i there are people who are posted you know trying to um sell things and do different things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i'm like my focus is just very different you know if somebody says hey today is self-promotion day i may put a link up but i have not put anything up on my main page um because the focus is just different Mm -hmm. uh, right now and it's hard to ask people to support you in that way when this is going on you know i'm trying to release yeah you know and in my mind i want to release something on this date but i'm like can i release it on that date? i don't think i can you know so it's just so many things that you have to really consider during this time people are really struggling and are you really trying to be a bestseller right now
1: Sure. No, I, I so respect that. that, that I mean, I, I respect that truth right there. And that, and that helps me a lot as well. Um, I think sometimes when you want to release something like you're saying that, I mean, people, we know, we all need support of each other. And so when the numbers are down, it may make you, you may internalize it. You may feel some type of way about that. Um, so I think that's great to kind of, again, manage the expectation, you know, and decide, you can you can kind of control when you're going to release certain things and um you can you can it helps you to <laughs> to manage you know <laughs> you know and be reasonable so linda you want to add something to that like give us for you two suggestions for those feeling stressed um or just some coping strategies especially with those that have children at home <laughs> um, and they're still trying to you know do their day-to-day working or not
2: working um i think I'm just going to piggyback on what Sharon says and figure out what is your form of self-care because, you know, my form may not be your form, uh, but to figure out as a mother, as a wife, as a cook, as a worker, um, all these things we're still doing. And the other day I found myself going and checking something on the oven between clients. And, I mean, this is real. This is real, girl. Okay, you still got to get those thighs out my child is that's six, right my child is six foot six okay so <laughs> i still has to eat but to figure out like what it is that that one part even if it's just 10 minutes in a day that you could do something to support yourself yeah. the thing that i wanted to say is uh also to piggyback i want to share and say it, it's this other meme out there that if you're not getting on top and getting over and making money moves and all this stuff, doing the crisis, then you're 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 not worth it, what you thought you were or whatever. And again, I'm just saying, look, this is a global pandemic, okay? Um, I, this is I, I obviously I, I have no problem with people self reflecting. I talked to you, share some ideas of what I was trying to do. or just continuing to make the shifts that I was already making. Yeah or opening myself up to dropping something that I had been doing for years that had been making money for me that wasn't lucrative for me. I mean, wasn't fulfilling me. I didn't want to do it anymore, mm-hmm. right? So I'm taking this opportunity to say, okay, you do have the confidence to drop that, right? Mm-hmm. So but I'm not trying to, like, become a world-beater boss. I don't think that that is absolutely necessary at this time I also feel like some of the things that people are pushing and going out there and trying to do now is a result of the anxiety Mm -hmm. of the pandemic and their own economic situation
3: Uh, yeah
2: and you know I see a lot of people offering stuff and offering free stuff and it's Mm -hmm. some of it is a public service and some of it is great think like just being able to sit for a few minutes and think about how you move through the planet as opposed to how you want to move the, the time that you're on this planet are good things as opposed to trying to like get over, get on top. All of the things that I mean, I feel like, like Sharon said, I feel like I'm taking a break from that, right? Now, one of my problems is that Culture and I'm taking the opportunity to take a break from that. Yeah. That's
1: good. I think in this area we feel a lot of that pressure. I, probably any metropolis feel a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out to the store the other day and I was ex- giving up some masks to a, a young lady, mm-hmm. and um, she was like, "Oh, girl, just excuse me for you know when I got." On. I said, "Listen, this is a time where I really don't care what you're wearing. You right. know, like I said, it's such a no judgment space, like." Right.
2: Like,
1: I haven't had a haircut in weeks. I really
2: yeah. don't care, you know. You uh, know, I'm looking at Sharon's uh, specific locks, and I'm thinking, like, okay, I got. I don't, I'm not telling you. I'm, I'm keeping it real. I have a Corona hair, unless I'm <laughs> <a> camera. <Okay. laughs> so, so what I so.
3: Well, Linda, let me tell you, I've always known how to do my own hair. So mm-hmm. going to get it done was a luxury. And mm-hmm. so five months ago, I, to save money, I stopped mm-hmm. getting my hair done. And so mm-hmm. every Friday. I wash my hair, I sit in the mirror, I deep conditioner, deep condition it, blow it out, and flat iron it. It takes me about two hours, but I sit there, and I put the TV on or my phone on. I actually have a TV in the bathroom that I have propped up in the guest ba- ba- bathroom, excuse me, mm-hmm. where I just sit, and that's my pamper me time, and then in between clients, I've been painting my nails, and so... <laughs> You know, and I'll sit there and let it just air dry while I'm meeting with my clients. And they don't know. My hand is down on the bottom just swinging, trying to air dry. But that's, this is how I'm keeping myself. You know, that's, that's the only reason I look like this. If not, I don't know it will be pulled back or it, I will have a hat on.
2: Yeah. For the people at home with kids, I want to go back to that for one minute. Sure. Give <laughs> a break, okay? <laughs> that's the best piece of advice. Is to, you know, first, I, you know, people were like sending me color coded charts and, you know, of their day with their kids. Aww, and, so and I was actually sending out things that people could utilize, curriculum, right. that. But then, about two or three weeks into the crises, I feel like I'm like not helping people because <laughs> i maybe putting expectations on people and <laughs> my words may be carrying weight. And they may feel judgment that I'm forwarding them all this stuff. So um, I'm seeing these people out there. um, My kids in therapy tell me they don't love online learning. Uh. They're getting, some of them are basically essentially done for the year. Um, I would not die on the hill of getting my child to, like, be a super student right now. Uh, That just would not be how I'd run it. You know, obviously, you know they have to fulfill certain requirements and things like that. But just to give yourself a break, if your kids are not perfectly excited and up and perky to get on a computer screen for four or five hours a day to have sort of a static, not active, uh, you know, contact with their teachers and their and their classmates, mm-hmm. build in social time for the kids. So. Um, online as much as you can mm-hmm. and you know for older kids so like I worked in the school for boys and, and I work with younger boys for a long time they they just don't have the capacity to socially distant when they're that young but for your kids that are like approaching high school you can you know one of the moms can go and make sure that they can have like a socially distant bike ride or time in the park or a little bit more if Action where they interact over video games. Relax that a little bit. We don't have online all day, but, you know, just sort of give yourself a break as parents and to do the best you can right now. Mm-hmm. And also, like, model crisis management and self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and space. Yes, and, and help the kids. The final thing I want to say is yes, help them have their own space. Um, because in a house where there's like two kids and two parents, mm-hmm. uh, I just, the, we talked about parents need a break, sometimes kids need their yes, yes. also, yes. and they may not have their own room. So, right. mom, dad, you might have to do a little bit of space allocation, and from 7 to 10 at night, this room, the living room is ex child, and you know, so to help them be able to get a sense of having their own space and time also.
1: Yeah, I like that because the kids, they're having it hard as well. Like, all of their life, they've been, you know, a lot of them have been spoiled and, you know, entitled. And they've just been, you know, I mean, we're dealing with a generation where this is like, I I mean, as, as distant as they are because they're attached to social media, they're also free and loose to go hang out and do kickbacks and things like that. And now they can't. I mean, they may have that one good friend that they've always had, and they can't even go hang out with them. What? They what? can't go to the mall and check out the boys or check out the girls. You know what I mean? And 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 they and then, as much as they hate school, they love going to school. Because right? now, you know, school is like a vacation compared to staying home, dealing with... You know, because they're not home alone. <laughs> they're, home, they're home now with the whole entire family all day. Yeah. And I have, one, I have, I have a colleague
3: who said... She said even her cat is looking at them like, when are these people leaving? Yeah. Because cats, you know, they get into stuff when everyone leaves the house. And she said, we're now week seven. And the cat is looking like, okay, y'all still here. <laughs> so I said, even the cats and the dogs are looking like, wait a minute. We, what What's happening in the world? Can y'all let
1: us know? Because y'all haven't left the house. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, and so people, people are struggling. Cats are struggling. You know, the pets, are str- the pets haven't gone out to the groomers. They ain't went to the dog mm-hmm. park. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so different right now, um, yeah. everyone, but I thank you ladies for, for giving, offering those suggestions because we all need it. Um, and lastly, before we go, and I know I'd, I hate to, to, I'm not gonna leave it off too heavy, but this is kind of a heavy question. Um, It's what are your concerns as it relates to mental health and well being after we make it through this pandemic?
2: I'm concerned that we haven't, we haven't hit the, the top of the mental health the hazards yeah. that yeah. we face. I think trauma often manifests itself a lot later. Um, so um, I think most mental health professionals are concerned about what happens. We're all stretched thin. There aren't enough of us. There aren't enough of us of color right And um, I see the the impact, especially with kids that are trying to hold it together and even some adults, I see the impacts going later. Right. And now so now you get the immediate impacts of grief. you lose you, you may be actually losing people to the disease yeah. like I see a lot of uh, late adolescents so they're missing graduations we're all in a, um, or they're going to college trying to figure out the whole system of work. I'm going to college except Boston University may not have college in September. So I'm going through a, a loss of processes, ceremonies, uh, transitions in life, like, you know, a lot of degree process. And I can, I expect that that will continue. Mm-hmm. We will see the effects further down the line in terms of like what's post-traumatic stress looks like. Yeah. Um, and you'll see it in different ways with kids because they don't always manifest it directly
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah.
3: I was agree. Agree. would agree when it comes to adults I, I definitely think that even before we come to the end of this it's, it's even going to get worse wow um, I think it, as we get to the end people are starting to realize okay I need to talk to somebody because there are some people who are still trying to manage this on their own and the, the further we we go with it, it, yeah. the phone calls are starting to become more and more, yes. um, from prospective clients. And then you have to refer out if you don't have space and trying to find somebody who's a good match, um, or making the decision. Do I keep them knowing I don't have space? Right. Cause you, you right. want every, you know, it's in a heart to make sure people get what they need, mm-hmm. but you know, I think it's going to definitely take a spike. Um, the other thing is, I think the the biggest challenge that I have right now is watching individuals who want to stop medication. And so, because they're feeling like I'm at home or my child is at home, they don't need the medication, but then they're also saying my kids are bouncing off the walls or Mm. I'm feeling uneasy. And then I have to say, I think you need to put them back on their medication or I think you need to go back on your medication this is not the time to stop your medication because you're not at work you still have to be able to focus and function and manage yourself and be able to utilize good coping skills and be able to use this part of your brain that allows you to rationalize what is happening and when you can't think clearly you're not going to function you know you're not going to function well and so that is one of my um, concerns at this point is the medication piece And then once we get beyond it, if whatever that's going to look like, you're now going to have people who are there's going to be an increase in people requesting to work from home, believe it or not. There are going to be individuals who are going to have um, high stress and high anxiety about returning to the office. And so clinicians, if you're listening, get ready. They're going to be asking you and psychologists and psychiatrists to write letters. Say, I can't work in the office, I need an accommodation because it's too much. I function better at home, and you have businesses who once said we can't do this remotely, and they're finding that they can, and so that is now going to be, um, individuals you know, justification for why they can work from home, right? So there's going to be an increase in that,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think about it all the time, um, and in my coaching. Crew, my coaching class or, you know, my, my, my circle, um, that's another conversation that we keep having is, you know, you know, what do you think this is going to be like when it's quote unquote all over? Um, and I was like, I just, I'm concerned about the uptick, as I say, in mental health needs, um, instability, uh, people that never thought that anything was wrong with them. Suddenly they're, mm-hmm. um, having, Um, PTSD symptoms Mm -hmm. um, from going through this trauma because sometimes we don't even realize that we're affected until we get on the other side of it. And then suddenly, you know, our bodies may even have a visceral response to it. Mm -hmm. And we don't even know why, you know. Um, So that is a concern that I have because of the field that I work in. I, you know, I deal with people all day long with all types of challenges and um, I'm only expecting them to become broader and larger. Um, so we have a question from Clark Brown, who is on our thread, and he said, longevity, uh, question mark. How do we prepare ourselves for what may be an extended period of this pandemic?
3: I would say keep keep doing what you're doing. You know, I would not become lax um, just because the, the governor or the president or whoever starts to remove restrictions. So as we go further and further, in Keep practicing um, whatever you have learned about safety <laughs> during this time. Like, I wouldn't ease up on those things too soon. Um, if you know that you go to the store and you you mask up, you put your gloves on, you have a hat on, and you shower when you get in, you may want to keep doing those things. If you feel like you need to take vitamins and and eat a certain way to build up your immune system, keep doing those things. You know, hopefully, whatever you're doing will be lifestyle changes and not just for the sake of what's happening in this moment. I hope and pray that we get to a point that we won't have to wear masks and gloves. You know, we're doing, you know, our day-to-day routines. People laugh at me because I put aluminum foil around the handle of the shopping cart. And my mind going, hey, I have on gloves, but if that kind of prevents some of the spread of germs, germs I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. So whatever you feel that's going to help, I would say, find, you know, a way to continue that the other thing is connect with a clinician if you're really not sure how to manage your emotions um or just what you're feeling during this time connect with a clinician before you start to feel like the symptoms are too much for you to bear so if you're starting to feel like okay i don't feel like myself or a loved one is saying to you hey is everything okay you you seem snappy Um, And they're basically highlighting for you that there's a change in your behavior. Listen to what's being said. Listen to, you know, their inquiries and maybe make that call and connect with a clinician so that you can kind of start processing through this time and get some strategies to be okay. It doesn't mean that everything in the world may be okay, but you will manage better having a neutral person helping you identify some tools that are good for you and your family, hopefully.
2: Uh, and I would just add, to manage your expectations, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen, right? And that's yeah. a category of things we cannot control, right? It's completely outside of our control. I mean, my sense is, is that we're, like, not even halfway through a 26-mile race. Yeah. And so, you know, if you think you're at mile 24, um, then, you know, see Sharon's advice about reaching out to uh, professionals because, you know, we have quite a bit of time left in the, in some form or fashion, you know? Okay. Even when you go back to work, like I was a tester and, um, you know, like that is a, that's something where you have to be three feet away from the person. Yeah. So, you know, people are like posting all kinds of things about how they're gonna cope with it, but I'm like, yeah. it's still three feet away, right? Oh, yeah. so, um, they, you know, they showed these things, these diagrams the other night, where they show these restaurants, I don't know if y'all both saw those, but they they outlined where the people were sitting and who got the COVID virus, and it was like people way on the other end of the restaurant, and so, you know, like, to me, like, a little screen that's up in front of you, or a mask, you know, and you still have to sit across from the person, across, you know, across the two-foot desk, you know, so I'm just saying, I think that if you are really really struggling with where we are now insurance advice is really cool and appropriate reach out uh because and and there are so many people out there that are offering low-cost groups they're offering a low-cost therapy on your insurance now a lot of the insurance companies are waiving their Uh co-pays um You know, you will not even have to pay a copay if you have insurance. So please just reach out, even if it's just an ask, Sharon, for some advice, right? And, you know, here I am. I think I'm okay. What do you think? Right. Um, and, you know, obviously, if you're frustrated with your kids, please reach out. Uh, before, you know, if you feel you're like you're out of control and managing them, reach out to someone for some advice and some hope. Right. Yeah. So, so you know,
1: I, I agree with both of you ladies. I'm not a clinician, but I would definitely add that while you're doing everything that you ladies have said, um, to just really check in with yourself and all of your needs. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that some of our seniors, they are alone as well. But, you know, you know, they have access to Facebook, and so some of them are watching. But I just hope that they will kind of, you know, reach out and ask, hey, is there any delivery services? Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Amazon is amazing, and they may not have, you know, the skills to be on Amazon ordering all these things, but guess what? I can order for you, neighbor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I do hope that people realize that um, we're, we are truly all in this together, and we don't know what you need if you don't ask. And so I hope that people find some comfort in asking, because we don't know when we're going to get out of this. None of us knows when, you know, the veil is going to be lifted. And once it's lifted, we still don't know how we're going to be. We're just, I know for me, I'm just hoping that I farewell. That's it. I hope I'm doing okay when the veil actually lifts, you know. Um, and so I hope those that are watching, they do take your advice and they kind of, you know, just, just take a moment to check in with themselves. Like, okay, am I really okay? You know, am I really managing this? Okay. Cause this is a lot and it's a lot when you hear two amazing counselors and therapists have this conversation
0: about the need Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. That wraps up the entirety of our Mental Health and Well-Being Podcast with Sharon Lawrence and Linda McGee. I hope that you enjoyed it and continue, please, to stay safe, stay aware, stay healthy. Check in with yourself and we'll see you next time. Queenie Love, I'm out.